0: It's the Tim Cornwall Show with Joe Santorsa,
1: Bringing you news from the front lines of the battle to restore the soul of America. And now, here's
0: your host, Tim Cornwall. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 724 of the Tim Coramall Show for Sunday, December 10th, 2023. Happy holidays, and I'm joined on the show once again by my co-host, co-producer, and resident Photoshop expert, the one and only Joe, at Marnas3. How are you, Joe?
1: I'm doing fine, Tim. It's raining cats and dogs here.
0: Oh. And
1: it's going to be snowing buckets later. So. Yeah,
0: it's going to ask you if you were getting snow.
1: Uh, Yeah, about uh, half a foot.
0: Oh, wow. All right. Well, I should have said at Marnus3 at party on the Mastodon. And uh, at Joe Santorso on the threads. So but thank you, Joe. T, What's and, uh, from down uh, North Carolina way, T Brown, how are you, T? Oh,
2: we're doing fine so far. We are under a tornado watch. <laughs>
0: boy i grew oh, up
2: that's, that's a great thing for a saturday morning or saturday sunday afternoon
0: i grew up in tornado alley i know all about that tea <laughs> i have seen my share of them so so all right we well, thank you for joining us today and hope everything uh goes on. you don't get knocked off uh, offline but uh we understand if you do but also joining us from my old stomach grounds john brittaville how are you john
3: i'm doing just fine tim glad to be here
0: glad to have you back and from down atlanta way I'm down in Lanaway, Seth P23. How are you, Seth?
4: Oh, doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me on the show again. Um, it's uh, raining here in Atlanta as well, but I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So what's been going on down at Lanaway? There's been a few things happening in a courthouse not too far from you?
4: Oh, yeah. A courthouse very close to me, actually. <laughs> uh, you know, we're still watching these trials, uh, you know, with the election interference and um, – district attorney Fonnie willis is just doing a great job we're really proud of her and what she's doing and i and there's just so much back and forth in the news and um i'm always checking it out on the atlanta journal constitution and um I tell you what, there's so much news. It's hard for even for me to keep up. I'm like, was that this week or last week, or, you know? And, um, but I, I don't know, man. I think he's. They're gonna get him. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna get him. I think there's just a mountain of evidence. I think uh, more of the uh, indictees are gonna flip. You know. I'm surprised as many are still holding out as long as they have. I don't really see what card they have to play, uh, and so, I think I think it's gonna it's gonna work out. And I I feel like you know. He's going to be held accountable. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, also, you can uh, find me on Instagram at uh, with me and my wife, uh, Elena, on VeganESP. And uh, you can check out our, our, you know, vegan food items we have there. And you can also check me out on Mastodon at, at sethb 23 But, yeah, really happy to be here, uh, Tim. Thanks for having me.
0: Glad to be back. And I think this is the first time you've been on since your honeymoon. So you had a wonderful That's time. That's right. Yeah, Saw I'm a married pictures. man now. <laughs> Saw your pictures from Florence and Rome. What a honeymoon. Yeah, it was
4: yeah. absolutely beautiful. I highly recommend it because it's really educational to learn about the history and to take the tours. And Because, I mean, I remember reading all that stuff in, in school but it's so different when you're when you can actually see it you know and you can see how history has changed over the years and how societies cultures religions all these things changed over time and um it was really amazing and beautiful and i'm very grateful and feel very lucky that we were able to check it out so yeah well highly recommend it we did
0: a similar trip in 2015 but we started out in milan mm-hmm. and then we went to florence and rome and milan it was it was actually quite a Quite a culture shock, actually, going from Milan to to Florence because in Milan yeah. it's more like New York City. It's a big city. It's the fashion headquarters of Europe. You know, it's it's you know lots of high rises and shops and this and that. And then to get on a bullet train going 250 kilometers an hour, yeah,
4: and yeah. three
0: hours later you get off a train and you're in a medieval <laughs> castle in yeah. type city. Yeah, it's yeah. just quite quite different. So, but I'm glad you had a wonderful time. Thank and uh, congratulations on, uh, your, to you and your new wife, Elena. <laughs> Even thank though y'all you, have been so together, much. what, 27 years like me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so congratulations, Seth. And John, what's happening down yeah. down uh, Corpus Christi Way?
3: Oh, buddy, let me tell you. Uh, right now, my mind is, is totally uh, uh, centered on, on Ken Paxton, uh, the mm-hmm. Attorney General here in Texas, who has taken upon himself to uh, To play God, yeah. in, uh, in a woman's life, and it, it's just disgusting. It
5: is disgusting. Uh, yeah,
3: he is. It, he's a prime example of what's wrong with the with the Republican Party. And uh, uh, just doing the good fight down here, brother, trying to keep it alive.
0: Yeah, you, you know, know
3: like you, I think I think when the time comes, this this country going to stand up and do the right thing.
0: Yeah, his I think out on his I saw Leo Sahaki posted on uh, on Facebook that. What this is, this is not about abortion. This is about no. the old white man's control of a society that they can no longer control, that is slipping and out of their hands.
3: It, it's disgusting in the sense that you cannot rely on your doctor to give you medical advice. You have to apply. You have to rely on the, the attorney general of the state to determine whether your doctor is giving you sound medical advice.
0: It's disgusting. Uh, it, it's
3: not a place for for. for uh, politicians to be and i I think that stands true uh with the nation as as we've seen uh abortion rights being an issue across the country and every time it's been put on the ballot uh republicans lose so you know it's just a combined effort by the republican party to exercise their power over women and it's just plain
0: disgusting yes it is yes it is so Anyway, go over and look up what Leo Sahaki said on Facebook, if you. Uh, I will. And uh, I mean, if everyone on, on the listeners, because he nailed it. I was like, "Amen," when he said that. So, there you but go. yeah, but thank That's you, John. A lot of voices
3: out here, including yours, Tim. Yeah, thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much, John. And you know, uh, uh, our, our our good friend Randy Peterson. Is off yes. on, he's off on a cruise good for I've I've been he's seeing, his pictures. I've been seeing his pictures and our good friends, Stephanie Dean and Jake Clayton they just left for a cruise so keep well a, down, Tim it seems to be a trend keep, let's go so keep an eye out I hope you guys have fun <laughs> so thank you John always glad oh. to have you back and John bridevo oh, at Mastodon.world where else can people check you out
3: find me on Facebook on YouTube on threads on uh, Instagram anywhere. I'll stand out in
0: my front door and yell it for you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thank you, John. We love having you on. T, what's up in North Carolina way? T, did you get taken away by by a tornado?
2: (laughs) Well, well, politically speaking, we have Mark Robinson, the lieutenant governor, who had a 45-minute speech at his church telling them how they should follow his views on Transgenderism on um, LGBTQ and on abortion. Don't don't turn turn your TVs off. Just follow what I tell you. And this is the guy that wants to be the governor of North Carolina.
0: Ah. There you go. Right. You know. I mean, this is it. This is Christofascism.
2: fascism. Boy. Yeah. And hey, John. Uh, yep. I've been doing, I've been in several lives since what Paxton did, and a lot of Texans have been coming into my life going. We're, we're going backwards. We're going yes. backwards on this yes, road.
3: Indeed. And, and uh, I, I think it's going to have the same effect here in Texas as it has in other states across the country. This is a line, baby. You're not a doctor. That man doesn't know anything about your condition. Doctors have come up and said this is a, a very bad situation for the young lady, and you're going to force her because of what? Your God? Hmm. I'm sorry, is that her God? Is it anybody else's got or just Ken Paxson's There you got? that's Republicans, you know. That's in my book. They each have one. So. And by the way, Ohio
2: voted to put abortion into the Constitution, and the clock had run out. The governor and the legislator wanted to try to fight it. They had 30 days to do so. That expired last Thursday on the 8th.
0: And the law went into effect. There you go. Yes, it did. And I can tell you right now they're going to do everything they can to try to stop it. They have not. They have. They will not concede. Oh, they can't.
2: They can't. They, they, they had a time limit. They had thirty days, and it has expired.
0: What? And by the way, guys, what would you say? Sorry. No. What I'm saying is, is that they may have lost the battle, battle but that does not mm-hmm. mean they are conceding the war, because That's they true. are going to try everything they can to overturn that. By putting tricky, that. tricky ballot language on the ballot to trick people to try to reverse it, but I believe that the people of Ohio are smart enough to know better. But they're yeah, not giving right. up. They're not giving up. They never give up. They will never give up. Right. So that's why we got to keep fighting and keep strong. Exactly. So
2: uh, you can find me over on TikTok T Brown One Oh Five. You can also find me on my backup page, backup, backup page. T E E underscore
0: Bone, nineteen sixty one. All right, thank you, T. Always glad to have you. Lo- love having you. And Joe, what's happening, Scranton? Where you getting that snow coming?
1: Oh yeah, Mayor, our first half foot, and uh, I want to play for you, Joe. Oh, don't worry, <laughs> I have. I have a huge snowblower that was all ready to go, <laughs> and uh, it's like six inches, so it's nothing nothing big half a foot is nothing (laughs) it's a lot for us in atlanta (laughs) it's uh yeah well we've seen blizzards uh of 36 and 40 inches here so wow yeah so i mean i have had snowfalls where i couldn't open my garage door (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it it, this is nothing it's a uh, but i went to the grocery store today to get a few things and i forgot that there was snow in the forecast and anytime there's snow in the forecast around here everybody's out right oh my goodness because six six inches of snow means you won't get to a grocery store until spring right and
0: and i'm sure the store is cleared out of milk and toilet paper right
1: (laughs) no milk eggs and bread so everybody's getting french toast ready (laughs) for the big for for the big for the big snowfall which will be probably gone by tomorrow afternoon right (laughs) they all panic i mean it's just like you'd imagine we were living out in in uh nebraska somewhere in the uh late 1800s (laughs) right early 1800s oh my goodness at, and you have to go to the, the general store Like twice a year
0: right, exactly. To get
1: supplies <laughs> Like what the hell You know um, So anyway that's us Anyway uh, Speaking of uh, Well when we get into my uh, my uh, Social media friend of the week Because he addresses Exactly what you guys have been talking about um, This whole idea that, that the dictatorship Is inevitable and he's going to win And we got to stop that shit.
0: That's right. Yep. That's right.
1: And, and stop thinking like that. Okay?
0: All right.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, you can find me on Facebook and Mastodon. that's uh, at Marnus3 at mstdn.party. And on WordPress, jasonandtorsa.wordpress.com.
0: Thank you, Joe. you got a great clown car for us today. I can't wait. And you can follow me, Tim Cormall, on the Facebook, on the Threads, Instagram, the Spoutable, the Mastodon, Tim Cormall, at uh, mastodon.social and but i am not on the 20 ha! so and elon musk can go suck it suck rotten eggs
5: <laughs>
0: oh lord every time i see something about him i just laugh i just want to
5: laugh
0: uh, <laughs> right so uh, but anyway i'm just sick of him sick of him and his crap so uh but anyway uh with that i guess uh let's do the follow me
6: Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on MySpace. What the hell is MySpace? Follow me on Musical.ly. Follow me on Reddit. Follow me on the sidewalk. Follow me on the road. Follow me on WhatsApp. Follow me on Motion.
0: Follow, 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 follow. and we'll start with T. Who is your social media friend this week? T.
2: My social media friend is Wakandan underscore Songbird.
0: On TikTok? She,
2: oh, yes, on TikTok. The reason that I brought her up is she doesn't do many lives. However, she is so trusted. She is actually a moderator on over 12
0: creators' pages. Oh, wow. That's great.
2: And they give her full control to uh, bring someone up, kick them out, ban them, everything. She's really great. She's got a wonderful grasp of politics and social uh social situations social groups um she's wonderful she's i really look up to her actually i just made her a moderator on one of my pages
0: oh wow that's great yeah all right but, Wak- sorry
2: oh
4: sorry she's great let me be quiet now
0: okay wakandan songbird all these links will be in the show notes over at timcorma.com and we'll go to seth
4: okay thank you tim um So I think this is timely considering all the stuff that's going on with uh, reproductive rights. But my um, recommended social media group this week is reproductivefreedomforall.org. And they've been around a while. They were formerly known as NARAL, N-A-R-A-L, Pro-Choice America. So, yeah, you may know them by that name, and uh, but they recently changed their name. And if you go to their page and you just read there about us, it says, Reproductive Freedom for All organizes and mobilizes our four million members to fight for access to abortion, birth control, paid parental leave, and protection from pregnancy and discrimination. And um, they have another thing where they talk about intersectional commitments, and under that they say, our fight for reproductive freedom is deeply interconnected with the fight for voting rights, democracy reform, LGBTQ. TQIA plus equality and civil rights, and so much more. We're proud to be allies to the individuals and organizations leading the way on these urgent issues. And considering what's going on in Texas nowadays, I mean, and, and everywhere else, for that matter, all Republicans and all their goals of trying to you know just just take away rights for women you know i just think organizations like reproductive freedom for all and many others are just really important right now and a really strong voice in the right direction to you know maintain freedom so that's who i recommend this week thank you
0: all right thank you seth and yep. and uh and, uh, at, uh what, what is that? reproductivefreedomforall.org i'll put a yep. link in the show notes for that thank you so much and we'll go to uh, john berevo hey
3: uh, one, Seth, uh, great pick, buddy, great pick. And uh, for my social media friend of the week uh, is Martha Olabera. She is one of our Facebook uh, family members uh, on the Blue Dot in Texas. She is very active in in uh, in, in the in the family and pushing uh, other people to be involved. And that's what it takes. It takes all of us to be involved. So, you know, I've got this new thing I told Tim to yesterday on the phone about. Do two for blue and we'll we'll get into that later. But there's always something you can do to help mm-hmm. this, uh, this 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 movement move forward.
0: And, and it, doesn't, uh, and it, doesn't,
3: to, does it time, doesn't and it doesn't all the time.
0: And it doesn't have to involve money either.
3: No, no That's money, right, just so. the opinion, baby.
0: Yeah, and That's I, all you And I have, have. to say, get out
3: there and spread it.
0: And I have to give a give a shout out to Martha because she just moved from Albuquerque to Arizona and she told me she's working to make Arizona blue. Blue, turn blue, baby. <laughs> Yeah, so love her, Martha O'Ver on Facebook. I'll put the link for her in the show notes, and we'll go to Joe. Joe, who you got this week?
1: Uh, my my uh, social media friend of the week is a columnist in the Washington Post, Greg Sargent. Mm-hmm. And the reason yeah. I recommend him is because he took a lot of heat and he, for an article, an opinion piece he wrote that was entitled "Enough with all the fatalism about a Trump dictatorship," and uh his, his point wasn't reflected in the, the headline, really, uh, which what he's saying is that despite all the pessimism and the polls and everything, a lot of good things happened during the Trump years. And what he means by good things is that the electorate looked like it was healthy and it rejected most of what he did. Mm-hmm. And as examples, he, he said, for instance, the first thing he did was ban Muslims from entering the country. And the next day, crowds descended on airports.
0: Yes, I remember right? that.
1: Yes, and and shut that all down. And he had to backtrack and get get off that, right? Uh, and and in 2018, how many middle-aged women came out to give Democrats a 2018, 2018 midterm blowout? Mm-hmm. Right, and in 2020, right after all the Black Lives Matter protests, people still saw them as peaceful and legitimate, rejected Trump's effort to smear them, and he lost.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And in 2022, like all that. the all the DGO tiers, deniers, the GOP deniers, lost. And what was it all about? What, rem- what he says is, and this is a quote from him, what remains underappreciated, but our national response to the anti-democratic menace of Trump years has been in some respects surprisingly good. Not just electorally, but also institutionally. And it's true. Every time he has done something that, we, that was some of his worst things, the electorate said, no, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. And I have no reason to believe that that's not going to happen again. And all this talk about you know the youth are going to are, are turning against Biden and everything. Well, then the youth are going to have to learn. Um, you know, I think when, it, when we get to the to the to the rub next November,
5: mm-hmm. and you're
1: standing in a you're standing in a booth and you're and you're going to make that mark. Your choice isn't between Biden and Trump anymore. It's between. The country we had and the country he wants.
0: Right. Exactly. That is exactly right. And did you see, I saw um, this morning when I got up, we had MSNBC on. And apparently J.D. Vance has wrote a letter to the the Justice Department asking them to prosecute a journalist who wrote an article warning about Trump wanting to make uh, the the presidency into a dictatorship.
3: I saw his ass on TV this morning. That man needs to be slapped outright. Right.
0: This is, well, this is what Trump wants. Yes. Shut down any, have the Justice Department shut down and prosecute anybody who speaks against the king. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is it.
1: And, he, on on that. and he, he, he's not going to do it.
0: <laughs> no, and the Justice Department is it. not going to do it.
1: But and, and this idea that if he got elected, and I'm not saying that isn't a, a possibility, okay, that we shouldn't take that lightly, but... Let's let's for the for in the worst case scenario say he got elected and tried to institute some of this stuff. What do you suppose is going to happen? The the majority of the people in this country don't want him. They rejected him in 2016. They rejected him in 2018. They rejected him in 2020 and they rejected him in 2022. That's right. Okay, every time he ran, he lost. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in 2016 because of the way our electoral system works, the minority ruled. Right. But the majority voted
0: against him. If it hadn't been 20- for if it hadn't been for yep. Jill Stein, Hillary Clinton would have been president. That's right. Cuz she so, Jill Stein yeah. bled off just enough votes in those in those key swing states that handed him the electoral college. That's
2: right. And who's back now? Jill Stein. Jill Stein.
0: They need to show on every TV station an ad of her sitting across a table from Vladimir Putin. That picture. Mhm. Yeah. And say, is this who you want to vote for?
1: No. They have to show her sitting across from Hitler.
0: Right. <laughs> okay.
1: And say vote her and that guy's is, is what you get.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and did okay. you did and did you hear the thing with um with with Kennedy, RFK?
4: What's going on Are with him? We,
0: so so did, rod. Yeah, so uh yeah. so so what what was his name on Fox News? Asked him if he had ever been on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. And he mm-hmm. said, well, just twice, because my wife had a thing with Jelaine Maxwell. Oh, oh. Uh, hey, We're delve
3: into that a little
0: wait, bit. Wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> Your wife what? had a what with Jelaine Maxwell? Your wife's Maxwell? got a what?
3: <laughs> wait, what?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> right, you know. Is there going to be a video or are we going to see what? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't dis- disqualify you right there.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <Wow.
0: laughs> and he just nonchalantly oh. answered it like, oh, yeah, no, no it's no big deal. <laughs> And the reporter didn't on um, it was present on that. Um, was it Brett Baer? One of them, I forget. Whichever host on Fox News asked. No, Jesse Waters. That's who it was. Jesse Waters. <laughs> oh
2: Lord,
0: no, nothing was going to happen. Yeah, right. So, all right. So, Joe at Greg Sargent, the Plum Line on Facebook. I'll put a link in the show notes. But uh, and I went with an easy one this week because because I had a rough week, and uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit, but. uh, Uh, Middle-aged Riot on the Instagram said he posted that picture of Kevin McCarthy after he announced he's leaving Congress at the end of the month and is looking down sad. And it says, that face you make when your balls fall off and each rolls down a different pant leg. (laughs) There you go. Oh, my God. Oh,
7: hang your balls on the Christmas tree. Make it look so bright.
5: Hang your balls on the
7: Christmas tree. Oh,
0: happy Christmas night. Yeah, not so happy Christmas night for uh, Kevin McCarthy.
5: Oh.
2: When your balls are on the tree You'll be tickled as can be When the yuletide spirit calls There's nothing like a tree with balls Oh, hang your balls on the Christmas tree Make it look so bright
5: Hang your balls on the Christmas tree Oh, happy Christmas night.
0: Kevin
5: McCarthy. I heard he's, uh, oops,
0: my soundboard's repeating again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He's, uh, not, I, I saw this morning that the people in this district are kind of not so happy with him.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, oh, well. Oh well. <laughs> oh, well. We'll see if the, but, you know, you think of the other Republican speakers, you know, like Boehner and Ryan, they all, you know, they all left. They all, you know, as well i guess it's just a job that if being a republican speaker you can't do it it's hard yeah. <laughs> it's like is they just, they can't deal with the, the bullshit well, Even you know, they can't deal with their own bullshit you know okay. that's all i can figure well
0: you know i mean they, they lost george santos <laughs> right <laughs> okay oh, that's a, that's and now they're losing mccarthy so that gives them what a two vote majority now <laughs> two vote majority let's two vote on. majority and and who knows i mean what's her name the lady from iowa or from ohio um if the Ukrainian lady said that if they, if they don't create a, a uh, debt commission and put her on it by the end of the year, she's leaving too. So who knows if she'll hold out. So let them go. Yeah. Oh my God. So, huh? but anyway, so this week and for, I'll just say this quickly because some people may have seen my post on Facebook is uh, Wednesday. I was scheduled for um, a minor. Well, I shouldn't say minor. It was an outpatient surgery and, um, it's supposed to take an hour and, uh, and just things didn't quite go as planned, and I ended up being in... What was that word you used? Complications. <laughs> Complications. But I like to hear that shit. Tim. Yeah, I ended up being in surgery for four and a half hours. So I had to spend the night in the hospital. But I got home on Thursday, and the surgery was successful, and I am doing fine. So I just want to say thank you, everyone, uh, who uh, on Facebook gave me, um, you know, best wishes and get well wishes. And I am good. And uh, we are doing a show. So... Things must be getting back to normal.
4: (laughs) Glad you're doing better, Tim. Glad to hear it. But
0: I'll give all of our social media friends a thanks. And let's start out with uh, Lindsey Graham. Senator, before I let
8: you go, I want to ask you about uh, your fellow Republican, former Congresswoman Liz Cheney. She has a new book out. She sat down for an interview this weekend, and she said she's worried that The chance of a second Trump presidency means the U.S. is, quote, sleepwalking into a dictatorship. You, of course, have endorsed (laughs) Donald Trump. What's your reaction?
9: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a continuation of the Biden presidency would be a disaster for peace and prosperity.
5: At home and
9: abroad, our border's broken. The only person really gonna fix a broken border is Donald Trump (laughs) this stuff was going on in Ukraine. You know, Hamas and all these other terrorist groups were afraid of Trump. I think Liz's hatred of Trump is real. I understand why people don't like what he does and says at times. But in terms of actions and results, he was far better president for Biden. And if we have four more years of this, Liz Cheney, then we won't recognize America and the world will be truly. (gasps)
5: Oh,
4: goodness.
0: (laughs) Clutch the pearls. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my
4: goodness. (laughs) little dramatic, huh? Yeah, don't you think?
0: (laughs) The
3: man who sold his soul to the devil.
0: There you go. Exactly what he is. Yeah. And he said all those things with a straight face. There you go, right? (laughs) You know? Chaos on bullshit mountains. That seems to be all they have these days. Mountains of
3: avalanche
8: of it.
0: Yeah, it seems to be all they have. And uh, then, of course, uh, James Comer was... uh, he was head on the clown shoes this week.
8: Yeah, and and they're talking about politically exposed person, PEP, mm-hmm. uh, w- which is Hunter Biden. Uh, I, I don't understand why you have had to take so long to actually get a vote to impeach or get this impeachment inquiry going. Do you feel that you have the votes within the House right now to we- get a formal impeachment inquiry?
10: I do. And uh, had a reporter I so. asked, well, what's changed? You know, because the press has been writing, we didn't have the votes forever. And I said, well, I'll tell you one thing that changed. We were in Washington, D.C. for 10 weeks, and there are about 15 or 20 moderates that, that they really worry about what CNN says or what the Washington Post writes. And, and they were getting in their head, Maria. But they, a great thing happened during Thanksgiving. The members went home many of them for the first time and circulated for the first time in over 10 weeks. And they met people in Walmart and people on main street and they're like, what in the world have the Bidens done to receive millions and millions of dollars from our enemies around the world? And did they not pay taxes on it? So they heard from their constituents. Yes, we want you to move forward. We want to know the truth and we expect the Bidens to be held accountable for for public corruption. So we are unified uh, at a time when I think it's no secret our conference is, is broken in a lot of ways. The members have heard from their constituents back home. Uh, they have confidence in the credibility of our investigation and the mountains of evidence that we've accumulated. So I'm confident we're going to have the votes to move forward with this impeachment. You're confident you're going
5: to have to
0: move the votes for impeachment because the people at Walmart told you so? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm quite sure. Uh, he made sure to say
2: there was no taxes paid when right. they asked. You mean they're not paying taxes? No, no, they're not.
0: Mm. Yeah, you know, that, that loan that uh Joe Biden gave uh Hunter Biden, then he repaid. Oh gosh, that's so corrupt! So corrupt yeah. that a father loaned his son some money and he paid him back. Wow, that's got to be corrupt.
3: I mean, if we're on the the, the path of presidential families, uh, let's go. Because I think we can find a whole lot of shit on the other side.
0: Right? (laughs) Two billion Mm. dollars with uh, Saudis? Right. Hmm. And then, you know, um, Joe, I love John Fetterman.
3: (laughs) I like that guy. I like that guy. He's got good ideas.
0: He uh, did a little troll (laughs) on uh, one Senator Bob Menendez, and he hired... uh, george santos to do a uh, <laughs> cameo hey bobby uh look
11: i don't think i need to tell you but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away you make him put up or shut up you stand your ground sir and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there stay strong merry christmas
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i gotta give me a toss. Right? <laughs> yeah that's right, Bob. You'd be like George Santos and stand up to all the haters. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Oh, Joe
5: <laughs> uh, you,
1: you know what, what uh what they say haters are gonna hate, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. I love the book. I
3: want George to write a book.
0: Come on, baby. <laughs> get <laughs> well, it all out there. I loved how he was like flailing at the end before they kicked him out, where <laughs> he was like threatening everybody he was going to tell everyone on the ethics committee that everybody's dirt in their closets. <laughs> Let's get after it. Yeah. So, oh, gosh. And then uh, Trump went out and had his little uh, his little rally, and Gensaki uh, was talking about what Fox News did here. So,
12: so I try not to spend too much time analyzing what our friends on other networks are doing. It's healthy not to. But this f- weekend, Fox News did something kind of a little bit surprising for them. I'm just going to play this moment for you. Here it is.
13: He said, "We've got a red button on my desk." He said, "I said I have a red button also, but mine's bigger, better, and it works. Mine
0: works." And then. Well, the
12: former president finally got around to some campaign promises amid lots of cheering, as you heard. Many untruths. The 2020 election was not rigged. It was not stolen. It was not rigged. It was not stolen. See, Fox News is capable of saying it. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Not only did the network cut away from a Trump rally where he regurgitated the same lies and disinformation he's always spewing, they also fact-checked it in real time. And you may be thinking, okay, this is a good sign. It's not so simple, because one 30-second fact check is not going to dismantle the eco-chamber of disinformation that helped him cement his hold on the GOP, and one that is still very active, as we've been talking about in the show. And just listen to what some Iowa voters told NBC News this weekend.
7: When you start looking at the news, and the, the news is painting him as a villain, they're using
8: sound bites, I said, you know what, I'm going to rally behind this guy. He has done more for our country than any other president in my lifetime.
0: No. Uh-uh. No.
5: Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh.
0: Uh-uh. Uh, boy, it, what the hell is wrong with these people, <laughs> right? But it's funny know. what uh, three, uh, three quarters of a billion dollar uh, settlement will do when it comes to uh, broadcasting Trump lying about the election.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: I think they'd learn, you know.
4: Oh, gosh. It's true, but, you know, I mean, I know some people, like people in my family, who... Where Trumps voted for Trump in the past, but they're like, I'm just gonna vote. I, they they don't feel good about it now anymore. You know, well, like, I
0: mean, I think people are starting to wake up from the cult. They're realizing yeah. he's just nothing but a, but a well, grifter. Thank goodness for your family. Fine. I mean, I, all they do, all he does, is ask him for money all yeah. the time. You know, it's like that yeah. that meme <laughs> when you're when when you're sending your 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 money for food to a billionaire.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. So. I hear you. I, I just, and I know there's a lot of diehard people who are, are never going to quit Trump or whatever, but I think there's a lot of people who have kind of seen the light and are, Woken up, are yeah. willing to walk away. And they may not be Biden supporters. They may not like Biden, but I think that they'll either not vote or vote, do a write-in or something. Well, know? that's
0: what I'm worried about having, you know, two or three uh, third-party candidates third on party. the ballots yeah. worried, worries me about, you know. Oh,
2: and, the, and the danger, And the danger is... Uh, we did a live where we played an entire video of January 6th. We had we invited conservatives to this live. And we freeze it and say, do you see them attacking police officers? No, nah, I see police officers. They're letting them in. They're not attacking anybody. And we rewound it and we're like, watch closely. That that officer just got hit. Did you see the officer hit with the fire fire extinguisher? No, nah, somehow somebody might have dropped that, but not...
0: No, that was Antifa. It, that was Antifa. That was that was the FBI. They were, like, dressed up as Trump... Yep. Yeah, that's their bullshit, right?
2: That was it. For an entire 45 minutes, we kept rewinding, and we were exhausted by the end of the mm. people who wanted to deny what happened.
0: That's because they're in the cult. Yep. They're not going to listen to anyone but their cult leader, so... Well,
4: well and, and the other thing that the... Uh, uh, of the house speaker what's his, that's Johnson, right? He's yeah. like um he's like, Oh, we need to blur the faces if we give out the video. Well I'm like, Well not why would you do that if they're innocent? You know? I mean it's like if if they didn't break the law, what are you worried about? And if and also you said they were Antifa and Black Lives Matter who stormed the Capitol. And right, if that's want the like that Yeah, hmm. exactly. And see how nuts, things
0: come so. out of your mouth, both sides of your mouth. So, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but remember, but remember precisely what he said. We have to blur the faces so the DOJ does. I was like, wait, wait, you're an accessory to
3: a crime? Indeed, like, a, right? Crazy? T? Right? Yeah. Right? You're a crazy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, to blur the faces to protect the guilty. Well, yeah. This, yeah. Well, exactly.
6: this, is, this is the clip you're talking about. Trust the American people to draw their own conclusions. We should not—they should not be dictated by some narrative and accept that as fact. So they can review the tapes themselves. Uh, we're going through a methodical process of releasing them as quickly as we can. As you know, we have to blur some of the faces of persons who uh, participated in in, uh, in the events of that day because we don't want them to be retaliated against and uh, and, and, and to be charged by the DOJ and, and to have other uh, you know concerns and problems. So uh, that's a slow process to get it done we're working steadily on it we've hired additional personnel to do that and uh, all of those tapes ultimately at the end will, will be out so everybody can see them and draw their own conclusions you
0: know, if, the, if the january 6th committee the you're for. if the mm. january 6th committee hadn't handed all of that security footage to the fbi and the doj before the house right. was taken over by the republicans that yeah. would be called obstruction of justice
4: yeah, But I guess it's not,
0: it's not because they already have the, the unedited tapes or, or video.
4: Exactly. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, the GOJ already has these tapes. That's why there's like over a thousand people who have been arrested and a lot of them are in jail and everything else. Right. It's like but this.
0: what you're talking about here, T, where you had those mm-hmm. people in that live and you tried and tried and tried to show them this is why they're doing that. They're giving them footage to help confirm their belief.
5: Right.
2: Mm. And that's it. They're just, and that's they're the whole sole purpose. They said they don't want things to be cherry-picked, but they're the ones doing the cherry-picking. Exactly,
0: right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what mm-hmm. like to do. Yeah, it's all about it's all about spin. It's all about spin. And uh, Joe, so John Fetterman was on with um, mm-hmm. Abby Phillip on CNN and uh, this happened. So the White
12: House is um, on the economy, tried to coin the term Bidenomics. But the reporting is that right now, House Democrats have basically abandoned that term, even though we should acknowledge the GDP report recently showing 5 percent growth. Do you think that the term itself, Bidenomics, is not working for voters?
14: Again, uh, I'm president of, of Joe Biden, and he's also addressed the inflation. And you talk about you know, how, many ten, you know, how many millions of new jobs during his time, and he's gone through the pandemic, and he's handled now you know, with Israel and all these other issues as well, too. He's done an amazing job, and, he, and he's also a really tough guy. You know, I've had an incredibly difficult race, excuse me, race in 2022, 20, and that put me to, uh, to the wall. You know, but now he survived in 2020 and even after all of those things, that incredible crucible. Um, and, and again, I genuinely admire him and he is going to win in this. And I'm again, I'm very proud to stand with him, just as I was very proud to stand with him during my campaign in 22. People were saying, well, he's not popular. You know, you should back away. And I'm like, absolutely not. You know, in Pennsylvania, I'm proud to stand with the president.
12: That's right. A final word on, on this, uh, Senator House Speaker. Mike Johnson has said that Republicans have a duty to bring an impeachment vote to the floor. That would be an impeachment vote against President Biden. What's your response to the speaker?
14: <laughs> oh, no, please, please don't impeachment. Oh, my God, those, that, that bad, bad man. You know, yeah, I, 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 it's, it's so scary. Oh, no. But whatever a weirdo, you know, says about that, it's like, go ahead. <laughs>
12: You st- and you still think
0: ultimately nothing will be found? There's nothing to find.
3: No. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I, 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 I don't. I, I don't.
0: There you go. There's nothing to find. This the is the only about,
3: reason they're trying to impeach him is because Donnie got impeached
0: twice. The that's only reason, it. that's yeah. right. They're, they're, the only reason they're doing this is because Donald Trump told him to. Yep. Because then he can say, look, he got impeached too. Yeah. But they have That's no exactly evidence. It. They have no evidence whatsoever. The
3: willingness of the Republicans to try to run this country in the ground and to, to please that man is just, it's utterly disgusting.
0: It is. And I think yeah. a lot
3: of people in this country are, are, are going to come to that conclusion. Yep. You're disgusting. You've gone too far. Yes. It was a perfect letter. It was a perfect phone call. Everything the man has ever done in his life is perfect. Kiss mm-hmm. my ass. Yeah,
5: exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But don't look over here where I'm grifting and taking all the money. Yeah, don't, don't, don't look at this. <laughs> he is. So, uh, Joe, to yeah. set you up here for the clown car Uh-oh. segment, you know, Joe... Uh, oh, Joe! Mike Johnson... Hey. Uh, Mike Johnson gave a little speech at, like, some private event. And did you mm-hmm. hear Did you hear what he had to say?
6: And the Lord told me very clearly to prepare and be ready. Be ready for what? Okay, I don't know. We're coming to a Red Sea moment. What does that mean, Lord? Um, and then when the speaker's race happened and, and, and Kevin McCarthy, who's a dear friend of mine, was deposed, uh, vacated from the chair oh, wow, well, this is what uh, the Lord may have been preparing us for. And so um, I, I was started praying more about that, and then the Lord began to wake me up uh, through this three-week, process we are in, in the middle of the night, and, and to speak to me, sites. and to write things down, plans and, and procedures and ideas on how we could pull the conference together. Now, at the time, I assumed the Lord is going to choose a new Moses, and oh, thank you, the Lord, Lord, you're going to allow me to be Aaron to Moses, and so I, oh, I, I worked to get Steve Scalise uh, elected speaker. That didn't happen, and then Jim Jordan, who's like another big brother of mine. No, that didn't happen, and then Tom Emmer, and you know, ultimately, 13 people ran for the for the post. Um, and, and the Lord Ooh. kept telling me to wait, wait, wait. So I waited, I waited. And then at the end, when it came to the end, the Lord said, now, step forward. Me? I, I'm, really? I'm supposed to be Aaron. No, the Lord said, step forward.
0: Oh. Well, we, have, we have a speaker who hears voices. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. voices yeah. in his head. Think about that. Yeah, a speaker who uh-huh. hears voices in his head. Oh, yep. God, Jesus. G- yep. Oh, God. Oh, you- oh, so what you're saying is God wanted... Kevin McCarthy to be booted out of the speakers, so uh, he guided Matt Gates' hand to throw him uh-huh. out, and then he was supposed to be Aaron because because Steve Scalise was uh-huh. supposed to be Moses, but then it wasn't Moses, and then it was going to be Matt Gates was going to be Moses, yeah, and then, then a, and a, then a, but, a, a. Uh, but uh, wait what
1: <laughs> wait <laughs> you know the last person that I I, I remember. Back in the '70s, that was hearing voices was son of Sam,
0: right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, the same. I don't think there's these. much difference. When mm-hmm. when you're hearing the voice of God, <laughs> you might want to go see a psychiatrist because it's usually your own, mm-hmm. your own head talking to you, right?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I that ringing in, in your ear is not God, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly where the Republicans want to take this country, baby. Whether it be wi- uh, uh, women's uh, health issues, uh, civil rights issues. Uh, equal rights issue. It don't matter. You that's can right. see where the Republicans want to go with this shit. That's right. Mm-hmm. And well, there ain't no no questioning it. Yes, yeah, so Joe. Want a do, so, Joe. Can we just give them
2: their own little corner where they can they can live their biblical life. And y'all y'all, 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 y'all we're just going to put you in this little corner. Enjoy yourself. Stay there. We're going to continue on with our lives.
0: Yeah, but
1: that's How about but Utah. See, we'll but, put them in Utah.
0: But see, that's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Is is that they then they wouldn't be able to tell us how we're supposed to live. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. They're right. Heavily into that. Yeah. So, uh, so Joe, are we ready to see what's happening at Clown Car Garage? I'm looking oh, for.
1: Oh, we have a religious, uh, right. religious lesson for I've
0: you. I've been looking this. Ah. Looking forward to this all yes. day. All yeah, right. I've been
3: told I need some religion, Joe.
0: Okay. <laughs> You're going to get it. All right. I'm so, going to get it. So let's do it.
5: W-
1: The Birth of Orange Jesus, Gospel According to Mike Johnson, Chapter 1, Verses 18-25 through Now the birth of Orange Jesus took place in this way, when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Fred Trump. Before they came together, she was found to be with child, from the spirit of Coppertone. And her husband Fred resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he had his attorneys draw up the papers, a gremlin appeared to him in a dream, saying, Fred, son of Fred, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the holy tanning spray. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Donald, and he will squander your fortune, sire three sons, of which Eric will be the dumbest. when Fred woke from sleep, and after he shook off the fright of seeing his future grandson Eric, he did as the gremlin (laughs) commanded him, and in those days the Grand Wizard commanded an assembly to meet in New York, and Fred, being from Queens, went and while they were there, the time came for his wife Mary to give birth, and she gave birth to her son and wrapped him in Big Mac wrappers. ...and laid him on one of Mike Lindell's pillows, (laughs) because they were on sale at (laughs) half-off. And in the same region, there were MAGA crowds out in the trailer parks, keeping watch over their crack labs. (laughs) And Stephen Miller appeared to them, and the fires of hell burned around him, and they were filled with fear. And Miller said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all white people... (laughs) (laughs) For unto you is born this day in the city A grifter Who will con you out of every penny you have And this will be a sign for you You will find a little demon Wrapped in big mac wrappers And lying in a bed of french fries (laughs) When Miller went away from them And back to hell The Magas said to one another Let us go over to Queens And see this thing that has happened (laughs) And when they saw it They made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child, and it
5: was
1: (laughs) Golfefe. And all who heard it wondered what the fuck these MAGA nuts were talking about. But the MAGA nuts didn't care, because they were high on crack. Now, after Orange Jesus was born, behold, white supremacists from many states, mostly Alabama and Louisiana, and one from New York came to Queens, saying, Where is he who was born orange? For we saw his fundraising letters, and have come to worship him, and give him (laughs) at least five dollars. And behold, a burning cross, that they had seen when it rose, went before them, (laughs) until it came to rest over the place where the orange cheeses was, which was (laughs) the clan rally where his father was being arrested. (laughs) When they saw the little orange chicken bucket, they rejoiced exceedingly, with great whoops and hollers, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of Whoppers, breakfast burritos, and Diet Coke. One, who turned out to be an imposter, Santos, offered some credit cards he stole from campaign contributors. He was cast out by the other wise guys. Hmm. And being warned not to talk to investigators, they departed to their own shithole states by another way to avoid arrest. <laughs> this is the word of Mike Johnson.
5: Johnson. <laughs> <That's funny.
0: laughs> that was great, Joe. <laughs> that was great. That was good. Oh, poor was orange a, Jesus.
3: I don't very know. keen insight,
1: my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, people don't know that story. <laughs> now you it know. It needs to be told. Now It knows. needs to be told. Yeah, it's yes. the time. It's the season. He's the reason for <laughs> the
5: treason. <laughs> there Jesus you
0: go. Here, and
1: the world is going to uh, burn in hell. He's yeah. the reason for the treason. That's right. Yes, exactly yes
0: and George is. Santos brought those stolen credit cards there at the end. So
1: <laughs> he did. He had them all there. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want them. They said, No, oh, no, we're not get involved in that. Both, both What's that? Mm-hmm.
0: Jesus needed some Botox. Yes. Yep. Now, I want, yes. Now, I want to tell you one thing here. Now, that clip that I played before before of Mike Johnson comparing himself to Moses,
4: he, oh, ap- God. he
0: apparently was speaking, <laughs> he was speaking at some right-wing Christo-fascist <laughs> dinner that was closed to the press. And somehow somebody got, a, I guess they filmed it on their phone or something like that, and got it to Right Wing Watch. Mm-hmm. And that's the only place you can find it is on Right Wing Watch. And they did something to it to where I could not record the audio. I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried. And all that would come out was a blank track when I tried to record mm-hmm. it. And finally, the only way I was able to record it was to run it through my, my mixer board and and play with the, the levels to get it loud enough to where it actually recorded but they they did not want that clip released, obviously, wow. because they did something hey, to make it really hard for the news to be able to play the audio of that.
15: Mm-hmm. So
0: I I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a conspiracy theorist, but it's something. No, right. no, I don't, I
4: think, don't think you think are. So too. Yeah, It's something I Right good. there. For everything we find, just imagine how many things we don't find. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's talking that smack and that junk. All left and right, all every day, all over the place, and all kinds of meetings and fundraisers, and that was just one that we somebody you know recorded. But I'm sure there's a lot more that we're not aware of. Mm -hmm. I'm just
1: wondering. I'm just
4: wondering what God had to say when He
1: came down to tell them to be Moses (laughs) and found them on Pornhub. Right, (laughs) him him and his son. You know, sharing Pornhub links. I mean, I wonder what
4: God had to say, like. Hmm. What the fuck Mike what
0: are you doing <laughs> <All> right
4: <laughs> so you know and, and and the other side of that too I just don't understand this about religion in general if like if you're gonna say that God wanted him to be speaker or Moses or whatever well then it, isn't that also the will of God that he wanted Biden to be president because he became president I mean I, I don't get it it's like yeah. it's like you know God always backs up our points but the other side is always wrong. You know, like, how does that work, even? I don't even know.
3: Well, because the other side is Satan. There you go. <laughs> Maybe it, it, reminds it reminds me. That's what you. they try to sell. Yeah, yeah it,
1: yeah. it reminds me of baseball players when they hit a home run and they touch home plate and they kiss up to God. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Jesus wanted them to hit a home run. Like he's <laughs> If there was a God, and if that God created everything, I would imagine... And I, I'm I'm agnostic, so it doesn't matter. But I mean, I would imagine that if there was a God, and He was uh, like in charge of everything, that that baseball game would be the last thing He'd be worried about, and so <laughs> would Mike Johnson. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: I I just don't I just don't see him like like you know with you know the universe expanding and all that stuff that he's worried about Mike Johnson or even talking to him. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. Yeah. None
3: of any damn Christians can go with the peace on earth, goodwill towards Ben part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, that, I just wish I just wish
3: there's the season and all that shit.
0: Yeah, I oh. just wish they would do just like T said. Go get in your own little corner over there, live your happy lives, and leave the rest of us alone. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in, Utah, in Utah. In Utah. I'm willing to give them Utah, <laughs> the whole beautiful state. By the way. Just the upper tip. Just,
3: just, just that little yeah. part. <laughs>
1: Just sit there, yeah, and 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 uh, in your robes, and uh, you know, Google uh, Pornhub. Burn as
3: many crosses as you yeah. want.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you Popped hear about all the trees? Make cross did you down. hear Mitt Romney going off about how the Mexican border was so terrible after his father like evacuated their family from Utah because of religious persecution because they the Americans wanted to kill them because they were having multiple wives and so they had to go to Mexico. And hide out. Oh boy. <laughs> when he was, yeah. until, like, until they were actually allowed to come so back. All these in.
3: are Mitt Romney's uh, relationships. After, the, after
0: they know. were allowed to come back into the United States as refugees.
2: Wow. Mitt Romney is saying Mexico said live, as, live and let live. We're going to mind our own business. But you had to run from America because certain people wouldn't mind their own business.
5: Mm hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: right. But 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 refugees are the problem except for my family, right? Hmm. Funny how that works, right? Yeah. Uh, but know, anyway, rules, so know. one thing I did enjoy this past week besides uh, <laughs> having surgery was uh, Rachel Maddow having Liz Cheney on <laughs> and
3: uh like it any time I see that lady on nowadays.
0: You know, I you know, back in the day when I was on Twitter, I, I had the honor of being blocked by Liz Cheney. <laughs>
5: Huh. Really? I did. Good for you, Tim.
0: I did. So the book is called Oath and Honor,
16: a Memoir and a Warning. Its author is former Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, wow.
15: Thanks for being here. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. Really nice to meet you.
16: Is this as weird for you as it is
15: for me? It's pretty weird, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it certainly is. Uh, your intro brought back a lot of memories. Um, and, uh, but, but I think that it just is a real symbol of how grave this danger is. Um, but I also, I was thinking as I was watching it, the power of the fact that somebody who is where you are on the political spectrum and somebody who's where I am on the political spectrum are able to say, this is a five alarm fire. Right. And we have to put that aside and be able to say, what are we going to do to come together to save the republic?
16: Yeah, the fights that we, I think, righteously and in good faith and vehemently could have together yep. can wait Right. Um, if as, because part of what we're defending is, our... But I want to a rain check to come back to have Oh yeah. <laughs> oh definitely. <laughs> okay. We could do like a day on abortion, okay. a day on mining, a day on fishing, a day on national, know, security national security. We several right. days on national right. security. <laughs>
0: yeah, I will say that I did enjoy it. <laughs> but that's exactly how I feel, because if there's anything I probably disagree with more than anybody on anything is Dick, is Liz Cheney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But uh, they had a good discussion. Let me ask you about. Um, a moment in your
16: book that happens on January 4th. Uh, It's described in chapter nine of your book, and you describe listening in on a call um, in which Trump lawyers are briefing um, what we call surrogates. So it's Mm. basically people are gonna go on TV and talk about the pro-Trump side of things. And on that call, Trump lawyer Jenna Ellis describes what they're envisioning for January 6th. She says, uh, the way you write it is, in the scenario Ellis described, when Pence was presiding, he could either refuse to open or refuse to count the electoral votes. they don't necessarily know you're on this call. You're listening in. It's two days before January 6th. Was that the moment when it really became clear to you in detail what they were gonna try to do?
15: Uh, Yes, you know, I had heard, obviously there had been talk about uh, we're gonna have these electors meet. I think Stephen Miller had been talking about that, but it wasn't clear to me um, what the the contours of this particular part of the plan were um, until I dialed into that phone call. And listening to them describe how these fake electors were going to be used. And um, the fact that they anticipated that Vice President Pence was going to use them to refuse to count the legitimate electors was certainly a moment of of, uh, intense concern. And and as I got off that call, I ran into the Capitol, uh, into the Office of the Parliamentarian of the House, To say, you know, wait a minute. This is what I'm hearing is going to happen. What do we do about it in the joint session? How do we stop this? And um, and it was very clear that uh, there were not a lot of good answers to that because I I knew I learned later through the investigation that Vice President Pence and his counsel were having discussions with the Senate parliamentarian, and that the Vice President, you know, ultimately, of course, did his duty bravely. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're in a joint session of Congress. You know, you're you're not in a position where uh, there are a lot of legislative steps that you can take, uh, except to to basically you know move to adjourn. Uh, so it was a very dangerous and chilling moment. There you go, right, because
0: we saw last week that Mike Pence said that the reason he actually did what he did, uphold upheld his oath to the Constitution, was because his son, the Marine told him dad you take this you took the same oath that I did hmm. right
4: yeah <laughs>
3: indeed
0: mhm protect and defend baby and the fact yeah. that his son had to tell him that tells us that he was going to do it he was going to yeah, he it, was going to do it because he took, he took an oath when he was a
2: governor when he was a senator but somehow you had questions While you're
0: the vice president? Well, he was never a senator. He was in the House of Representatives. But but, no, but I mean, same difference. Yeah. But yeah, you took the same oath. But yeah, I mean, but see, the thing is is that if you, I don't know if you remember back in the day, this was 20 something years ago in the early 2000s, when he was in the House, he was well known that he was the dumbest member of Congress. (laughs) People compared him to Louis Gomer, basically, because he just, all he did was go along. Which made him a great pick, huh? All he did was go along with what he was told, how he was told to vote. (laughs) Back oh. then, you know? And that's why they've got him on as Trump's vice president is because when he was governor of Indiana, they the leg- the Republican legislature hated him so much they wanted him gone. <laughs> governor. <Yeah.
4: laughs>
0: and that's why he ended up being the the running mate to Donald Trump.
4: <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: If you remember back to all that. So
4: mm-hmm. Who's he going to
0: pick this time? Yeah. So but I mean I this is a, <laughs> But the thing is the way Liz Cheney laid out that phone call. And you know who was, you know who who probably was one of the leaders on that phone call? Mike Johnson. Yeah. Because he was the one coordinating the whole fake elector Indeed. thing. He was coordinating yeah. the whole thing. Yeah.
3: You and he know? hasn't given up yet.
0: Mm hmm. And oh. that's why he's pulling the stuff with the videos of yep. the January 6th. So.
4: Yeah, I, I definitely get the vibe from him that, you know, he'll he'll do anything he feels is right in the name of his God and justify it. You know, like really old school dictator style, religious zealot, you know, theocracy. Like that's his whole M.O., you know, that seems to be who he really is.
3: I think that's where the Republican Party is trying
4: to yeah. go right now. Well, yeah. did you? Did
3: you did is is to a Handmaid's Tale or something right. similar exactly. to it? Yeah.
4: Did
0: you? Well, did you hear?
3: like I ran, like I ran. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, did you hear? Yeah, they're not
3: much into this democracy shit anymore. Yeah. Again.
0: Well, did you hear yeah, that there's? Don't like it. Did you hear there's talking? There's talk among the Republicans in the House that the, when this report is supposedly comes back from the ethics ethics committee about Matt Gates, that they may actually vote to expel him.
4: Yeah, I actually did. Well, I heard what. Um, Oh, God. Somebody was saying recently, was it Mark Meadows? It was somebody. I think it was him, actually, who said that, yeah, that if you think George Santos' report is bad, you know, the Matt Gates is a lot worse. And yeah. I was like, wow, coming from Mark Meadows, that seems pretty, yeah, well, you know, legit.
0: Well, but, I mean, if they could boot him out, then what? They got a one vote?
3: <laughs> one vote. <laughs> one I, vote I don't sure. think they're
0: going to do that. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if it's bad. So.
3: Well, let's see. I'm waiting on it, baby. Yeah,
0: I'm waiting on it, too. Yes. And then uh, so the morning Joe Crew uh, had a little bit to say about this whole uh, Trump dictator stuff. So I want to be
13: very, very clear on this. To be clear, do you in any way have any plans whatsoever, if re-elected president, to abuse power, to break the law? To use the government to go after people? You mean like they're using right now. So in the history of our country, what's happened to us, again, has never happened before. Over nonsense, over nothing, made up charges, I often say Uh Al Capone, he was one of the Greatest of all time, if you like criminals, he was a (laughs) mob boss the likes of Scarface, they call him. And he got indicted once. I got indicted four times. I want to go back to this one issue, though, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. except for he's going crazy except for day one meaning i want to close the border and i want to drill that's not that's real that's not that's not retribution i got i'm gonna be i'm gonna be you know he keeps (laughs) we love this guy he says you're not gonna be a dictator are you i said no 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 other than day one
17: it's kind of like that. Believe him. We talked about this. That's we talked right. about this. Remember the answer we talked are. about, and Donald like Trump doesn't that. do it. He had previous interview members said, You didn't take all those documents back to your beach club. I did, and I had the right to do it. And Hannity kind <laughs> of dro- droops his head. But the point is, again, he's saying now just explicitly: I'm gonna do a bunch of stuff on day one, and if anybody believes it's gonna end in day one, I've got a bridge to sell you across the river here. Right. So this yeah. is what we're hearing from Donald Trump more and more. And it's the That's reason right. we're hearing more and more from Joe Biden about the dangers of a potential second term.
18: Well, I mean, Willie, think about it. If any other politician in American history were asked the question, are you going to be a <laughs> dictator? <laughs> no. Donald Trump never answered it. Mm-hmm. He never answered no. it. And the, when he said, and I just want, there, there's a sickness There is a sickness among unfortunately some of our fellow Americans regarding authoritarianism and totalitarianism. They want it. Because Willie, when he promised that he would be a dictator on day one, he got applause.
7: Well, and that's
18: on Fox News. Even before
16: he talked a lot of people watching.
18: Even before he talked, even before he talked about the border, which a majority of Americans would support closing the border today, probably an overwhelming majority, are drilling. By the way, what a stupid thing to say. Drill, drill, drill. What a stupid thing to say. You can tell he doesn't even read the newspapers <laughs> and the people applauding that don't even read the newspapers. U.S. oil production. Yep. Biggest in the bucket. Record highs. Right. We are drilling more and producing more oil, whether you like it or not, we are we are drilling more oil now than the Saudis, getting more oil out of the ground than the Saudis, getting more oil out of the ground than Russia. What are you going to drill your teeth? Yep. Right. We're already doing it. Like, but that just shows really how stupid he is. And I've got to say, people who applaud, drill, 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 how stupid they are, because that's what we're doing right now. In fact. Record like Biden's administration, Record I know a lot of people on the left aren't gonna like this. Their like their their presidency is seeing more oil production than any other presidency in US history. And yet they applaud drill, drill, drill.
16: They also could be real victims of a cult-like personality.
18: Well, listen, this is, this is, this is. the way, is it's not good for America. Pers- there's a personality cult. It's yes. very bad for America. And make no mistake of it, a large chunk of those people in that audience cheering when Donald Trump said, I'll be a dictator on day one. Well, they want that.
0: That's right.
3: That's it right that there. Joke. And let
18: me tell you what dictator
3: for day one means when he's talking about I'm, the drill, baby drill. Let's that's, that, that's a suck up to the oil companies that be, who are making record profits. That's record right. Freaking profits. We produce more oil in this country than anybody else in the world. That's all bullshit. But it's the other thing. He wants to secure the border. When he's talking about I want to be a dictator on day one, that means deploying our military to the southern border. Which is illegal. He cannot fucking do it, but he doesn't really give a shit because dictator for a day is going to shove that stuff up your ass. Mm-hmm. This country is in dire straits, and, and boy, howdy shit, boy, howdy shit. Excuse me for a minute, answer. Tim. There's, there's a. I'm <laughs> gonna, I talked to Tim yesterday about, uh, about this. Uh, 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 one of our family members, members came up with a great idea on our, on my show. We always do a two for blue. Donate two dollars to a candidate let's let's help these candidates all across our nation each one of us can do that donate two bucks pick one pick ohio pick pick a state if it's not your state donate to another state but there's more we can do and we're going to start this new thing on my show and it's called, it's going to be called do two for blue do two for blue and that means write a letter uh, call your congressman call a friend uh, sign a petition i don't give a shit what it is do something to participate in this democracy Or we have a damn good chance of watching the other side run it into the ground and burn it to the ground. That's right. So we're asking you do whatever you can to support the democratic movement in your county and your district and your state and in this nation. Because Donnie Boy wants to move this thing from a democracy to something else.
0: That's right, John. That's right.
3: So So Do something. Be involved in this shit. That's why Tim's here. That's why Joe comes up with a, with a funny clown car every week to entertain and, and get you to realize what in the hell's going on in this nation.
0: That's why we T have Brown's voices
3: all across this nation that are trying to do that.
0: That's why T Brown's on live's on TikTok all the time. Indeed. Right? Indeed. Yeah.
3: These yeah. voices are what's what's we're in the fight, baby. So we're asking you. We're asking you to be in this fight with us. Do something. Get yeah. involved, baby, because we need you. Yes, well, I
2: want you to that, understand when he said when he says dictator for day one. That means like if he wants to put out the Muslim ban again, and yes. at that time when it happened, we protested. We went mm-hmm. out to help them. If yes, you try so. that the second time, you better believe your butt yes. will be arrested because yes. he will call martial law day one.
0: That's what he's saying. And when you know what, when someone tells you who they are, believe mm-hmm. believe them. Believe them. That's right. That's right. And uh, Liz Cheney had this to say about Kevin McCarthy. Just give me your Kevin McCarthy take.
15: Well, I think that he's a pathetic figure in many ways (laughs) in our history, (laughs) but I also think it's important not to minimize the damage that he did, because even though he's somebody who, who didn't seem to have strong ideological beliefs, he was leading the Republicans in the House. And at each moment when his determination to do the right thing could have made a difference. He determined instead to do the wrong thing. And so I talk in the book, for example, about the whole process of objecting to electoral votes. And we'd obviously gone through a huge debate internally about it. But once the violence happened, you know, I obviously made clear that I I believed it was unconstitutional to object. And I certainly assumed that in the hours after the attack on the Capitol, there would not be a continuation of the objections. And in fact, that's what Kevin told me. He was not going to continue the objections, but then he did. And it's just an example where there are these moments where, because he was the leader, had he done the right thing, he could have taken a lot of people with him. And instead, he sort of led the conference again and again and again down this path where it ended up with Donald Trump maintaining a, a real grip on a conference that was dependent on him particularly for campaign money. There you go.
0: And, and yeah. we've seen... We've seen... Well, sorry about that. Hit again. But we've seen... Well, that's a lot of... That's a lot nice. of explosions right there. But we've seen what what exactly, that explosion right there, what these people have let their careers come to by their blind allegiance to the orange Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Liz it's Janey's long, right. Long he it's just... McCarthy had flushed himself. Remember when he was going to be—he was the young gun. He and uh-huh. and uh, oh, he was the hope
3: of the Republican Party.
0: And, well, yeah. Well, him and and um, John was it? Uh, what's his name? Eric? What's his face? Uh, all of them—they oh. were—they were. Oh, they were the young guns. They were the up and coming. Uh-huh. And and all three of them career yeah. flushed down the toilet. So
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: So did anyone watch this geo? This they last GOP debate? More more.
4: Oh, are you kidding me? I I I, w- I haven't watched any of them, honest <laughs> with I have not. <laughs> so
0: I woke up. I woke up in a hospital room Wednesday evening.
4: See, <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have watched him.
0: And and my I was loop to loop, man, <laughs> from being under anesthesia for four and a half hours, and uh, and all of a sudden I looked up on the t- I turned the TV on. I looked up and all of a sudden I see, I see Vivek Ramaswamy screaming and something, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> And later on, I posted on Facebook, I said, given the choice of waking up from anesthesia and surgery or or watching the GOP debate, I think I made the right choice. Uh, (laughs) But obviously it was it was got to the point so bad that that uh, I guess MSNBC had to bring in the second string. So instead of Rachel, huh. Nicole, and Joy, and all of them, they had, they had Jen Psaki, Simone Sanders Townsend, Michael Steele, and Alicia Menendez doing the debate coverage. All show. right.
12: So Simone, <laughs> we saw some key moments there. I suppose key moments, crazy moments. I don't even know. Crazy. Well, give us what was your takeaway think, watching the whole debate? Well, I watched the last debate as well, like we all did. I thought the last debate, and I hate to say this, but it was a little, it was a little boring. It was a little muted. The last, the one. last debate. This debate was not. Muted. It was the opposite of the last debate. The I last debate, I would argue, was more
2: policy substantive. Right? This debate, we're you know we're talking about not even the core things of Donald Trump. So I thought that Nikki Haley, out of all the people on the stage, looked like the adult on the stage, if you will. I still have yet to see a president. Uh, it was concerning. People sounded angry. You know, it sounded—they were yelling, they were screaming. Uh, I was shocked that abortion didn't come up. I'm more mm. shocked that abortion didn't come up and healthcare didn't come up, but yet— Vivek Ramasamy found time to bring up climate change uh, again, yeah. And
12: a- anti-trans, more yeah, anti-trans yeah, yeah. than anti-Trump. Right. Okay, Michael Steele, so I, I give com, us your take. I come at it a little bit. Uh, Don't hold
18: back uh, today. Um, No, no, no We're we on YouTube. Uh, hold,
17: uh, hold back. <laughs> Me
18: hold back? <laughs> I'm joking.
17: Uh, no, I, I, I'm going to differ a little bit from my friend, uh, Simone. I, uh, Nikki Haley was muted, in my view, this do you, evening.
12: Do you think that was purposeful? Because I, I kind of think, think
5: maybe.
17: I think a little bit, yes. Um, in, in the political parlance, it was... You got the lead. Hold it. Don't mm-hmm. do anything or say anything that gives away your your lead or your opportunity. The problem is you still have to do something, and there were moments where she tried. But it's it's one of those things when you're playing catch-up in that in that space when when the when the incoming is coming and you're just sort of standing there and not really engaging, it becomes a little bit of a problem. So I give the evening to Chris Christie mm. for two reasons. One, he was the only one who made it very clear that the guy they needed to beat was Donald Trump. He is 40 points ahead of all of them. And so as he noted, we're going after each other and he's the one who's winning. So I thought that was important, and two, I think there was a little bit more gravitas from him on some of the issues that they did discuss, where he sort of he sort of admitted where you know in the past his position may have been one thing, and he sort of talked about how he kind of grew in that moment. So I would give him the advantage on this debate uh, tonight.
0: Well, I guess it- well I'll stop it there, because none of them <laughs> are ever going to be president, right?
3: No, Mm-mm. no, and they're not even going to be vice president.
0: That, well, that's clearly yeah. what they're running for.
3: And, well, good luck with that. I don't think anybody on that stage that Donnie's going to pick.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. You know? And and the whole thing with, uh, you know, Michael Steele can give Chris Christie all the kudos he wants, but he's still the bottom of the polls, right?
3: Isn't you know, he? I, I've he's... seen where uh, CNN is going to give Ramaswamy, Ramaswampass, uh, uh, a town hall uh, this week.
0: Oh yeah! I, why, well, I heard they were going to give. Why are heard, you
3: doing that? Did you not hear that know. man stand what? up there and, and proclaim about a uh, white replacement theory, or or January six was an inside? It's bullshit, bunch of lies, and you're going to put him on TV? Kiss my point. ass! Yeah. Why
0: yeah.
3: are you doing
0: that? Really? Seriously? Seriously?
3: Yeah, the man do not stand a snowball's chance. He's he's on the ticket. What's his what's his numbers? I think they went down after the last. I think he's
0: like down to what four <laughs> percent.
3: I think he's sinking to nothing and they're going to give him a show. Well, Christy's that same bullshit. Yeah, Christy's
0: the only one that's lower now, I think so. Yeah. And Christy's the only one that sounds like he has any sense out of any of them.
3: Right? Yeah, well, that's why they hate him so much. Right, yeah, exactly. I, I don't have none of that making sense around here.
0: Right, exactly.
3: No, it, it, it's ridiculous what we saw on that stage. It's it, just it's heartbreaking because there is nobody up there.
0: And the thing is, is that when you sit there and listen to them, why would anybody on earth want what they're even talking about? You know what I mean? I mean, they're talking about stuff that just, it's like, wait, what? It's like, literally, the GOP is in this Earth 2 world. You know, oh my God, the border, oh, it's just terrible. They're coming over the border, this and that and that. And you go down and you actually look at the numbers. The numbers of migrants coming across the border is lower than when Donald Trump was president. But they're creating this whole stupid narrative. I don't see it. Exactly. I'm sorry.
3: The news can go down there and find a group of people any day of the week. Go down, oh, look at this. They're coming over here in hordes. Look,
0: that guy's got a knife in his teeth. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Yeah, you live a few miles, you know, with, from the, the border. The only
3: reason we have this is because Congress refuses to pass any kind of immigra- immigration reform. Anything.
4: Mm-hmm. Any, any and, path and, and, to citizenship. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, I love my shirt that I wear all the time. Deport the Republicans. Let's keep the immigrants. <laughs> let's deport the Republicans. They hate this country more.
12: Yeah. Well, let's let's see what else they had. To Depends say on whether Republican primary voters. Well, that's to but what that's
17: not the point he here. Said. You oh, you're way past that. You're way past performance on the
12: debate yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah.
17: It's yeah performance on the debate stage. You're not. He's not picking up voters tonight. Yes. He's not going from from three to eight.
12: He's going for history, I
17: think. He's he's going. going, He he had some good
12: moments. We'll talk about those. Okay, Alicia. Hello in New York. Tell us
8: what you thought. What was your takeaway from that wild and crazy toad ride? I will not be sharing my analysis until snacks and caffeine are provided. (laughs) I (laughs) I was given this. I
12: know. If you were here, I would have delivered what
8: you'd requested, but or what I thought you might like. Maybe is more what it is. I mean, the best part of the entire debate was texting with Simone. Outside of that, it felt like I was watching the darkest, saddest games of Mad Libs ever, (laughs) Fauci, Soros, Woke Industrial Complex, Fentanyl, all the talk about trans kids really no focus on any of the issues that matter and are going to drive voters to the polls, at least when you're talking about a general election. I mean, I think we all know these these ideas aren't coming from nowhere. They're clearly showing up in focus groups. Perhaps they're showing up in, in polling. Uh, but what it means is that they're spending time on this stage, not talking about the stakes at all, not talking about the alternative reality where Donald Trump is to win the nomination. They're not even talking about just the issues that are top of mind for voters, like the economy, Mm. like housing affordability. There was, you know, some weird riff from DeSantis about drilling for oil as a way of somehow bringing down uh, the price of gas prices. Uh, Simone said it. There was no talk about abortion. It, it's stunning to me. And granted, I did take several breaks, so you'll forgive me if I missed it. But I mean, there was another mass you shooting in this it. country today. <laughs> you didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. There was another mass shooting in this country today, and, and there was no talk no. about guns and gun culture. So of it, it felt just completely disconnected from the reality of the moment. And, and to Michael's point, yeah, this may not be about picking up any voters. But, you know, this is the alternate slate of candidates we Mm -hmm. could be looking at in some weird world where it's not Donald Trump. And you don't get the sense substantively that you're seeing anything that meets the moment. There are moments in these
12: debates, I totally agree, where it feels, do you guys know what second life, do you remember what second Mm -hmm. life is? It's like that alternative universe online. And there were moments in this debate, but others where I felt like Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy were like chat GPT candidates where they were like (laughs) spitting out words that didn't necessarily make sense together. And the differentiator for me was in part that whether you like Chris Christie or not, or um, or Nikki Haley or not, they spoke like actual yeah. human yeah. beings, yeah. and the other two were kind of like they had like a Mad Libs of words they were supposed to say well, over the and two over again. Were the most
0: desperate. Right, because this is what I'm talking about. It it up pretty good. Yeah, is mm. is that they're over on Earth two? They're talking about stuff that those of us over here on Earth one are kind of sitting here scratching our head, going, "Wait, what? What? What?" Mm. <laughs> They don't have anything. That's oh, why it's woke! Team. Oh my God, it's woke! <laughs>
4: uh, woke. Jesus! Oh man! Yeah, oh, yeah, it's
2: crazy. Let me, let me, let, me. Ask, let me ask one. Let me ask one tiny question. Is something wrong with DeSantis? Because I have never seen anyone lick their lips, twitch. He can't smile. It, it's just
0: <laughs> what. Is, it's his weird. Are well, you know what it is? See? You know what it is, T? It you know what it is, T? Is His emotion chip is not functioning right. <laughs> yeah. He's like an android. <laughs> like data, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh it's like he, they said when he was in the House of Representatives, he wouldn't talk to any of the other Republicans from Florida. He is like in his own little ivory tower world and and Doesn't listen to anybody. He's he just is. It's it's weird. He just he's he has no personality.
3: Since he came on the scene,
0: he has no personality whatsoever. You know, and his wife, and his wife was
2: telling people to come to Iowa to become, I believe, electors.
0: And someone said that's illegal. No, you can't come from Florida to Iowa. Yeah, And she was telling him to come and vote in the Iowa caucus for DeSantis from other states. That's not how it works. <laughs>
4: right? Wow. It's not.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> wow. That's crazy. So.
3: Well, Tommy Tubbashit came from Florida.
0: Yeah. Mm, nice. Well, doesn't he live in the Florida panhandle, even though he's yes, like, he does. The Arkansas? But
3: he's, a, he's an Alabama citizen.
0: Yeah, right. Our, our Alabama, that's right. And uh, then uh, we saw a little, uh, 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 Trump's gag order. <laughs> right? <laughs>
13: That he was overturned by the appellate division of the New York State Supreme Court, which is a higher court, much higher court than where we are right now. The judge refused to acknowledge it. This case would be over, because that was about 90% of the case. The statute of limitations. This case should be over.
4: Uh, Norm was shaking his head as that clip was playing.
9: (laughs) Look, he's been, Trump and his lawyers have been back and forth to the appellate courts over and over again since that decision on statute of limitations came down. If the appellate courts thought that they were being defied, they would have shut the case down. They have declined to do that. Trump is mixing apples and oranges, yes. There was a statute of limitations issue that paired the case back. As you know, Ivanka Trump, as a result, is out of the case. But it doesn't invalidate the Attorney General's entire case, as is so often with the former president. Uh, he is uh, not exactly 100% candid and truthful uh, you in how he's like describing he
4: legal <laughs> events. You mean like he Seeing things perhaps the way that he wants to see them.
8: Exactly, exactly
12: there. And so let's talk about the gag order that is in mm-hmm. place here. I think it's really worth mentioning. So he cannot comment about the court staff. He got in trouble for that before. There are things he can still talk about. The judge, the AG, witness testimony, a whole lot more. Uh, What's interesting here is that it seems that having been fined a couple times, he is now staying within these boundaries because they have been enforced. And I wonder if you think that is going to be a roadmap for judges in other cases, specifically the federal uh, election subversion case here in D.C.
9: I do, Brianna. We've followed together the vicissitudes of the state gag order and the federal gag order on again off again the state courts and i think this is a preview of what's going to happen with the federal gag order here in dc for the coming march trial Mm. uh the state courts have now turned that gag order back on and today trump was brought to heel he had a press availability before the court no attacks on judicial staff he had one after he appeared in court again no attacks and no attacks in court because it it shows (laughs) that he can be controlled he is a rational actor uh... and will that hold will he make a strategic choice to uh... politically inflame his base by violating the gag order and having some drama he may do it but if he does it Today's compliance shows that will be intentional. And these gag orders are consistent with the First Amendment as the New York appellate courts that Mr. Trump celebrated uh, have um, found now.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Because, you know, I mean, now we saw that clip was before the, the Federal Appeals Court upheld Judge Chuckin's gag order, but limited it. A little bit so that, you know, he can talk about Jack Smith, but he can't talk about any of the court staff. So. He's going
3: to take this as far as he can. Oh, he will. Uh, Absolutely. I, I am not going to put it past him to violate it. I, I don't think he's afraid of going to jail for violation of gag order. I think it, he thinks it would be a boom to his candidacy. Absolutely. The right wing nut job would, would, society would go nuts.
0: Yep. He, and, he, and would he is going to push ratings. it. He is gonna push it so that he get lock gets locked up for twenty four hours, I believe. Yes.
3: Yeah. Twenty four hours. And then, weekend, and, whatever it would take. That's all
0: he knows he's gonna get. And then he's gonna fundraise off of it. Oh He's gonna claim like, the victimhood. Like, um, yep. With his megabase. base.
3: And, uh, yeah. So the was, entertainment is coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well we'll see if he's ultimately held accountable, you know? Mm-hmm.
4: But uh, I think he will be. I th- I, I mean, I, I feel like there's just so much momentum in that direction. Like something's going to if not everything. Like I, I remember I'm old enough to remember when people said, oh, he'll never get indicted. And a lot of people said that. Mm-hmm. And now he's been indicted four times. So, yeah, I don't know. I, and I'm not really being optimistic. I don't think I'm just I'm just saying given the way things are going, that's something's going to happen. He's going to do some kind of time.
0: Yeah. Well, Well. I oh. guess. What's that T? Hopefully,
2: because I'm tired of him getting his hands slapped and slapped. And yes, mm-hmm. he does need to be in jail. Because by now, if it was any one of us, we would be already have t- done time.
3: He'd be under I'll the say, We'd be under the jail. Let's get it done now. Uh, if it's right. gonna, all this bullshit's going to happen, let's do it now. Let's don't wait till the, the election time. Let's take care of this shit now.
0: Yes. Put and his I, ass
3: in jail and let's see what happens.
0: And I need uh, a little humor here because. Um,
3: well, we all do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to get through this week. <laughs> but uh, first thing, um Joe, I know you can't stand Jake Tapper <laughs> 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 on CNN. Joe. And uh, but I just love the fact that he keeps bringing on James Clomer comer and letting him put on his big clown shoes <laughs> and making a, <laughs> and making an idiot of himself. And uh so in this clip here, uh he's he's got james on james comer on talking about about this uh, indictment of hunter biden and all of this stuff and he just is mocking him i I wish you could see the facial expressions but you can hear it in his voice
10: they didn't pay a penny of taxes on it so what he got charged with uh with that indictment last night that had nothing to do with all of these so-called loans Mm -hmm. that the biden just Uh we've identified (laughs) it appears with the president's son and brother over $14 million in loans where it doesn't look like they've ever made any uh, payments on, principal or interest, and at what point do those loans, if you're not going to pay them back, become income? So we think that this is just the the tip of the iceberg. We think there are many more crimes, and my concern is that Weiss may have uh, indicted Hunter Biden to protect him from having Uh, to meet the phone. Yes. In in the House Oversight Committee yes. on Wednesday. He indicted
9: fact- him to protect him. Yes. Ah, yes. The classic rubric. <laughs> he indicted him
10: to protect him. I got it. Well, look, this whole, this, this, Jake, this whole thing's been about a cover-up. You know, you've got two That's why he indicted concern.
9: him to, to protect him, to, to cover it up?
10: Well, he, look, you indict him on the least little thing, the gun charge and not paying taxes. He's facing prison? like 17 I mean, additional years in prison. Yeah, but look he's what he's balonies. done. anybody else, <laughs> anybody else in America That's would already be in prison. Spot. Would already be in prison. You say he owes two million dollars. He may owe seven or eight million dollars if these loans are are fraudulent loans. I mean, a loan means yeah. you are going to pay it back. So so look, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this money's coming from bad people around the world. Why yeah. are they paying hundred? Why are they paying hundred bucks? We believe that it's because. They want direct access to Joe Biden, and I don't think any American, whether they're Democrat or Republican, would want to have a president that's compromised to our biggest enemy in the world, China.
9: So, again, I asked for one piece of evidence or testimony that directly, incredibly connected President Biden to proven misconduct.
10: I, I, I will. I said it. I will. The termination of Shokin in yeah, Ukraine. that's not. That's, that something. isn't
9: it. His his
10: son and brother. Well, I look, y'all have been saying no evidence for a long time, and Hunter was innocent. I mean, I said, he doesn't no. look to
9: me. Like, I'll tell you, Andy. No, no, I know. I've never said that. I've never <laughs> said that about Hunter. I've, I've, oh, I've never said that about Hunter. But it's only a two-hour show. Chairman James Comer, always good to see you. I hope uh, you enjoy your weekend and the great time of, life of Kentucky. Thank you so
5: much. Uh, me. Thank you, Jake. Uh,
0: well, didn't he sound just like Barney Five? I'll tell you, Andy, yeah. I know I got it. I saw him do it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is the guy. This
2: is the guy that when Hunter Biden said, I'll come testify. It needs to be in public. He backed, back, back down and then doubled down and said, because he refuses to come testify, we're going to go after him for contempt. When he, when he did not refuse, he just said, I want cameras there. I want this to be a public hearing. And that
0: uh-huh. little weasel got scared. Right. Uh-huh. Because he can't, if he comes out and says it in public, he can't like cherry pick things from a from a private deposition and then leak it to the press to try to m- influence the public's opinion, you know. So that's what mm-hmm. this is all about. But uh, but I just he just really did sound like Barney Fife to me. But Andy, <laughs> I do I do have don't you have any I do have evidence I have evidence. I, oh <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <Jeez. laughs> oh my God! And then the closeout this week, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> he did a little roasting on George Santos <laughs> in his Cameo. Did you guys see this? <laughs> and then we
5: have
19: disgraced former Congressman George Santos, who has a new gig, making videos on Cameo for $400 a pop. Which is a dilemma, because on one hand, you hate to give money to a guy like George Santos. But on the other, eh, pretty good chance he has your credit card information already. Whatever the case, I couldn't resist, so I sent George, through Cameo, a number of different uh, ridiculous requests. Like, you could tell him what you want him to say. I'll be parceling these out over the next week. I didn't say they're for me. I just wrote them and sent them (laughs) to find out, will Santos say it, okay? so. All right, so this is the request. Uh, The request was, George, please congratulate my friend Gary Fortuna for winning the Clearwater Florida beef-eating contest. He ate almost six pounds of loose ground beef in under 30 minutes, which was a new record. Not feeling great right now. Doctor thinks he'll be released from the hospital soon. Please wish him a speedy recovery. All right, will Santos say it?
11: Of course he will. Let's find out. Hey, Gary Fortuna. George Santos here. I just wanted to stop by to congratulate you for winning the Clearwater, Florida beef eating contest. <laughs> eating six pounds of loose ground beef in under 30 minutes is an all-time new record, which is amazing and impressive. Congratulations for the win. I know you're feeling a little under the weather, but I hear from a great source that the doctor said that you'll be released from the hospital soon and recover well. Look, have a speedy recovery and then and enjoy the festivities of the end of the year. Bye.
0: <laughs> I wish for the amazing
11: new iPhone 15
0: Pro. Yeah, oh,
11: God. Sean. Yeah. you mean this the one, end. the one with titanium? Switch to Verizon. You can trade
0: in any iPhone and get the new iPhone 15. I forgot to edit out the ad. <laughs> you know, YouTube throws Pro ads. on them.
19: It's your last chance to trade in any iPhone for a new I iPhone 15, a Pro 15, 15 Pro on us, only there on Verizon. Go. <laughs> Pretty good. Five stars. You want to try another one?
9: George, please
19: congratulate my mom, Brenda, on the successful cloning of her beloved schnauzer, Adolf. (laughs) She and Dr. Houndschnoffer went through a lot of dogs in the trial runs, but they finally got it to stick. Tell her to give Adolf a big belly rub for me. Will Santos say it?
11: Yeah. He, Brenda. I wanted to congratulate you on successfully cloning your oh beloved God. Schnauzer Adolf. I know it was a lot of trials and tribulations, but you finally did it. Now you get to enjoy Adolf and be happy. So give him a belly rub for me. Mwah. Amor. Mwah to you, too.
5: That's Adolf.
19: You want one more? My name is Ron. Please tell my wife to call me George. Not George. My name is Ron. You are George. Just tell her to call me George. But again, Ron, I haven't seen Swoozie or the kids since my disco birthday, and it's not fair. She says I burned down the shed shooting all fireworks, but I was trying to scare a bear away. It isn't fair. I love my Swoozie. I just want our family together on Christmas, or if not that, Valentine's Day or flag. Watch out for bears. All right. Will George Santos say that?
11: For $400, he will. Oh. Hey, Ron's wife, uh, Ron wants you to call him George, but then again, not George, because his name's Ron. I'm George. Uh, anyway, just call, call him George. But again, no, really, just call him Ron. I'm George. He's not George. He's Ron. You haven't, he hasn't seen you, Swishy, or the kid since his disco birthday, and it's not fair. Um, you keep accusing him of burning down the shed, shooting off fireworks, but he was trying to scare off a bear to protect you. This isn't fair. He loves his swooshie, and he just wants his family to be together on Christmas. And if not, on Valentine's Day or Flag Day. Just watch out for bear, swooshie. Bye.
19: <laughs> well, it's Susie, but pretty good. Right. Thank you, George. <laughs> I ordered about a dozen more of these, so um, join us all next week for the rest of
4: them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the
4: that was cool. Amazing. I, I know that.
0: Jimmy funny. Funny. that is good. So be sure to tune into Jimmy Kimmel all week to see what he got George Santos <laughs> for $400 a pop. A
6: point.
0: Wow. Oh my
3: God. <laughs> oh, the man will say anything.
0: Oh, jeez. So That's funny. Anyway, so, Joe. Are you there? Yes, I am. Are you gonna, gonna be looking forward to Jimmy Kimmel this week? <laughs>
1: I <laughs> I won't miss it. I never miss Jimmy Kimmel anyway, but <laughs> I won't miss this one for the world.
0: Yes, all Are right. You kidding me? And T, tell people where they can check you out. Uh,
1: you
2: can find me over
0: at T
2: Brown One Hundred Five, and at T E E underscore Bone Nineteen Sixty One.
0: Thank you, T. And John?
3: Uh, you can find me anywhere you want to look at. Uh, look under John Britovo or, or, or Blue Dot in Texas. You'll find me. Uh, I just want to remind everybody again, I don't want to take up a lot of your time. You know, a, a famous man, uh, much wiser than any of us, Albert Einstein once said that the world will not be destroyed by those who do evil, but by those who watch them and, uh, and do nothing. Amen. We I, I ask you again to do something, to be involved in this democracy. This democracy only survives because of our participation. So you can look me up, but also look up what you can do, baby, to be involved. Sign a petition. Write your congressman. Call
4: somebody, baby. Let's save this world. That's right.
0: That's right. Thank you, John. Always love having you. you, And Seth.
4: Oh, well, thanks for having me on the show again, Tim. And I agree with John 100,000 percent. You know, anything you can do, talk to your friends, talk to your family, Um, You know, just anything you can do to help the the democratic process and encourage people to steer away from dictatorship and authoritarianism, which is what is on our doorstep, which is so crazy. And I should say here,
0: Seth, I should tell John that Seth did his part by working the polls.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: And there's, a, there's a variety of things a, Including listening to the Tim Cormall show Which we know you're already doing Which means you're already in that direction anyway <laughs> Right, absolutely Thank you Seth for being involved yep. at the Pulse baby
4: Yeah, yeah man, that. glad to do it man. It's like a, a new one Because of COVID I started doing that And you know We just have to get more people involved in the whole process <laughs> And make sure that it runs as smoothly as it can So and people will be motivated you went, yeah. what, what happened when you went to work at the Pulse? Well you know and, Yeah. Yeah. You met people and you work with people. And like I said, the more people that are out there, the smoother it's going to go, the quicker the lines are going to go. And um, the thing is, my last election was a runoff, a small election, a runoff for a school board position. But we were doing training to get ready for the big one next year because we know next year is going to be massive. And um, so, you know, I'm learning new skills and I'm learning new processes and how to keep things moving and flowing and and you know, so I, just anything anybody can do, whether it's a podcast like this or working with your local representatives in any way, shape or form, donation to campaigns, whatever. I just agree 100 percent. That's it. Uh, again, That's it. Yeah. Thanks again for having me on the show. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at SethP23. Uh, me and my wife, Vegan ESP on Instagram. And you can also find me at SethP23 on Spoutable. But I'm, I'm mostly on Mastodon nowadays. Right. And thanks again for having me, Tim. Really glad to be here. Thank you, Seth, and Joe. You can find me on Mastodon. Uh,
1: that's at minus three at mstdn.party and Facebook and WordPress. Jay at WordPress.com.
0: Thank you, Joe. And you can follow me, Tim Corneal, on everything except the Twitter. <laughs> so, Spoutable, Instagram, Threads facebook i'm mostly on facebook and uh yeah and uh, i forgot to mention earlier that we are on networks radio and radio for humans so tune in over there and we're going to close out this week with our good buddy lauren's latest song uh about liz janey's book tour this week liz's turned event so take it away lauren and we will see you all soon
7: so now it's liz's, liz's turned, turned event liz's Turned event liz's turn event, liz's turned turned event. event. Donnie wants back, Donnie wants back, wants back back to stay. Liz got terminated from her party, her party, she isn't staying in it. She's warning about Trump in her book now, and boy is she spilling some dirt. Yeah, now it's Liz's turn to vent, her turn to lament, lay out her dissent. Because Donnie wants back Donnie wants back, wants back No way She's someone whom we've always disagreed with Disagree And she's part of how her party went nuts But at least she's seeing the light now And no longer supporting that putt. So now it's Liz's turn to rant Liz's turn to chant Warning us we can't let Donnie come back Donnie, come back, come back Hey, vay hey. She witnessed all the nonsense from her party Her party brooded it without a doubt With her evidence about all their scheming They might regret throwing her out So now it's Liz's turn to spurt Lots of juicy dirt Sounding the alert Though it might have been, nice been nice if she spoke up a little sooner. Trump threatens to be a real dictator, dictator. and democracy might be squashed flat. But we'll stop him Ooh. if we were together. Then we'll go back to hating Cheney after that. But for now, it's Liz's turn to write and release her spite, helping us to fight. Donnie can't come back, can't come back, come back, come back to stay. Oh, yeah, it's Liz's turn to vent, trying to make a dent, hoping to
5: prevent
7: Donnie ever coming near the White
5: House again. Coming near the White House, White House, I